0: Volunteering for anything, signed up to be part of what was then a new experiment in American warfare, parachute infantry, a concept pioneered by Germany, the enemy they would eventually fight in the Wehrmacht's successful invasions of Poland and the Netherlands. About one in three of those volunteers were chosen to be part of what was then known as the 506th Parachute Infantry Regiment. They trained the old-fashioned way, with innumerable sit-ups and push-ups, and by running up Mount Curahee, which loomed ominously over the Camp Toccoa parade ground, three miles up, three miles down. After nearly two years of training, the original Curahees leapt from airplanes into the Normandy region, Cotentin Peninsula, on the early morning of June 6, 1944. The carnage they faced as a beyond-the-tip-of-the-spear unit forged thick bonds among the original Courrehees, particularly within Easy Company, which would win fame years later through the book and Emmy Award-winning TV miniseries, Band of Brothers. When the original Courrehees landed in Normandy, each one knew, from the newest Buck Private to Colonel Robert Bourbon Bob Sink, who commanded the 506th from its inception through to the war's end, exactly how doing his job would help his squad meet its objective, which would enable his company to succeed and allow the 506th Regiment and the 101st Airborne up through General Eisenhower and the rest of Allied command to prevail in Operation Overlord and eventually win the war in Europe the line that connected the soldiers who wore the boots hitting the ground on D-Day to Germany's surrender was clear and easy to follow. The next generation of Curahees, particularly the ones who arrived in Vietnam late in 1969, didn't have that luxury. By the time Leslie Sabo and his comrades in Bravo Company, 3rd Battalion, 506th Infantry Regiment, 101st Airborne Division, hit the line in January of 1970, no one seemed to have any idea, beyond killing the enemy, for winning the Vietnam War. Although the Tet Offensive nearly two years earlier failed to achieve any tactical objectives, the North Vietnamese scored a huge strategic victory by convincing Americans that the military was no closer to subduing the enemy than they had been upon arriving in the country half a decade earlier. The 1970 Vietnam curries had to have known that, in May of 1969, their fellow screaming eagles spilled gallons of blood and lost dozens of men in taking Hamburger Hill, only to give it back to the enemy a few weeks later. Nobody, it seemed, had any plan for winning the war or any way to figure one out. But they were the sons of men who had beaten back Hitler and Tojo. So the Vietnam Kurehis went out into the field and fought like the original Kurehis did. Bravo Company saw roughly the same amount of action in five months as Easy Company faced in 11. Deprived of a tactical cause or purpose, they fought for one another and forged a brotherhood, just as the original Curries had. On their worst day, eight of them fell in a Cambodian jungle clearing, so their comrades might live. In its way, Bravo Company and the 506th Infantry Regiment might have distinguished itself during its 1969-70 stretch in Vietnam to an even greater degree than the World War II Curries did. In Band of Brothers, author Stephen Ambrose dubbed Easy Company as good a rifle company as there was in the world. Like their World War II forebears, Bravo Company was composed largely of citizen-soldiers drafted into the military. They were steelworkers, dropouts, new college and high school grads, dockworkers and laborers. They came from across the United States, although Pennsylvania was unusually well-represented, just as it was with Easy Company during World War II. Bravo Company boasted a Medal of Honor recipient, several silver stars, and more than a dozen bronze stars, the U.S. military's fourth highest award for combat valor. On its worst day,